Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us here today. You can go ahead and take a seat if you are joining us here in person. If you're online and you're watching us online and you're already sitting, uh, well, just stay where you're at. We are glad that you could join us here no matter where you are watching from, where you are from. We hope that you are having a blessed weekend, a blessed Sunday so far. We are glad to have you with us. If it's your first time, uh, you're joining us for the first time online, we welcome you and would like you to connect with us. Let us know if you're watching for the first time or here for the first time so we can connect with you and be able to serve you better. If you want to, if you're already of a, a part of the family and you want to continue to give and uh, support this ministry, don't forget you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give by texting 84321 with the amount you want to give or by giving here in person in our lobby in the giving area. Uh, you can also join us on Tuesdays at our e-groups, our Bible study e-groups, and we are having a good time with that. Uh, we celebrate uh, life together. We celebrate uh, the Astros, even though they lost the World Series this year. It's okay. We still love them. Uh, and uh, we just be able to celebrate God together. And so if you have a chance to join us Tuesdays at 730 here in our Annex building in person, we would be glad to have you. Today we are beginning a brand new series. Uh, it is the month of November. I am glad that it's finally starting to feel a little bit more like fall, although that can quickly change because, you know, Houston weather. Uh, and um, we could be up in the 80s next week for all we know. But I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad. I love the cold weather. I love this holiday season. And I, I love seeing the memes that talk about how um, immediately at 12.01, uh, on November 1st, it's time for Christmas. Uh, you see, I don't know if you've seen the memes of Mariah Carey that she's been ready and thawing out from the ice because it's time for Christmas time. And because we just ignore Thanksgiving most of the time. Uh, a lot of people get ready for the holiday season way early. Uh, stores already have Christmas decorations out and things like that. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I said, I have no respect for the Thanksgiving season because it always overshadows my birthday. In fact, next year, my birthday is on Thanksgiving. I was noticing as I was looking at my future calendar and I was like, I don't really, I don't appreciate that. I really don't. Uh, So I am more about Christmas, but in the season of this time, in the holiday season of Christmas, in the holiday season of Thanksgiving, it, we tend to think a lot more about gratitude. We tend to think a lot more about being thankful. as in, And it's usually around this time. 
A lot of times we don't, we may not even think about our focus on that attitude or the idea of gratitude throughout the year. But when it comes to Thanksgiving, suddenly we're thinking about what we're thankful for. What we, uh, or maybe even you do this in your home. We used to do this when I was growing up. Uh, no other time really throughout the year would we do this, but on Thanksgiving, we, whether it was on the actual day or some day before, because we always had some kind of event going on as my family's been in ministry and stuff, um, we always would take some time to say, okay, everybody go around the table. What are you thankful for this year? But we didn't, we wouldn't do that any other time of the year, just Thanksgiving. Like that was just the way it was. And that is, is pretty normal. In the culture that we live in, because the United in the United States, we're not typically concerned about gratitude. It's not something that we think about all of the time. And the series that we are starting today is called "The Lost Art of Gratitude," because it really is something that we've lost sight of, that we only focus on certain times of the year, or really even think about thankfulness at certain times of the year. We uh, don't often feel like it, people appreciate us, maybe. You go to work and they, they say, we appreciate you. And you're like, well, you could appreciate with me with a raise. And they're like, no, here's a pizza party instead. <laughs> like that fixes the problem. But, you know, there, there's those kind of things that happen. Or we don't think about things that we are grateful for throughout the year. Instead, we focus on what we don't have. In fact, that is a big obsession in the culture that we live in. The more of it all. I need more money. And some of us really do need more money, and that's okay to survive. But sometimes we focus on, if only I had more. More stuff. More things. More, more, a a bigger house, a a newer car, a, a newer phone, a newer this, a newer that. I, I, I want more. I don't have this. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. In fact, this is around the time of the year we start curating our Christmas wish list. We start thinking about, okay, what do I want for Christmas this year? And we start telling people what we want. And those aren't bad things, giving gifts or anticipating gifts. Those aren't, those aren't bad things. But we always seem to want more and we never seem to be satisfied. And part of the reason, I believe, is that we have lost sense of what it means to be grateful for what we have. When we don't have gratitude or we don't, we are not thankful for things that are in our lives, we lose sight of what is important in life. In fact, I think during this pandemic, these last couple of years, it, it has shifted a lot of people's focus. We have, uh, whether we liked it or not, at the very beginning, mo- many of us were stuck at home with our family. Uh, maybe you didn't spend a lot of time with your family before. And then suddenly you're with them all of the time. Or maybe you realize that you didn't have as many people surrounding you because you were stuck at, in a place where you were all by yourself. And you didn't realize how important other people were to you in your life. That was something that I realized this during this pandemic. I'm an introvert. I like being on my own. I like spending time on my own. Some some people don't believe introverts exist. They exist. It's not like you can just push us to be like, hey, be more outgoing. No, no that's not a thing. Like, 
it's just the way we are. We're we're on our own. We like to be on our own. Spending time on our own recharges us. And that that's what I like. I, I like to do that. But as an introvert, that was something that I realized. It's like, wow, you know what? I really do need people in my life. I didn't realize how important they really were, how grateful I should really be for the people that are around me, the people that surround me. And I think that was something that this pandemic has done. It has given us a different focus on things in life. It has shifted our perspective to maybe the things that we didn't think were so important. We realized how important they were or vice versa. There were things that we thought were so important to our lives that suddenly we realized, you know what, we could probably even do without that. Because the things that were important became clearer to us. And that is something that gratitude does for us in our lives. When we are able to have gratitude or we are able to be thankful, we can see things differently than we did before. So today we're going to talk about what is gratitude? What what exactly is it? The effects that gratitude has on our lives and how we can choose gratitude. And I'll I'll get to that part later because it's important to choose gratitude. So what is gratitude? Gratitude is more than saying thank you. It is an attitude or an outlook that reminds us of what we have that is important, that is truly important in our lives. And the Bible is very mindful of how important gratitude is. Throughout the entirety of Scripture in the Old Testament and the New Testament, there are uh, encouragements to be thankful. The Psalms in particular are a picture in how the, the different writers expressed their thanks to God for different things for defeating enemies, for escaping horrible situations, for being with them in times that they felt alone and in the dark. They are a picture of that. And and later in the series, we are going to talk a little bit about worship and gratitude. But the Bible tells us so much that is important about gratitude. In fact, in fact, I'm going to share with you 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. That gives us some instructions and how important gratitude really is in our lives. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 to 18. I'm reading from the NIV version of the Bible. It says, rejoice always. That's just verse 16. Rejoice always. Rejoice. That's something that we don't do a lot. We're always complaining. Verse 17. Pray continually. Rejoice always, pray continually. These are things we hear all of the time. You know, rejoice in the Lord. We should be praying all of the time. These are very Christian attitudes, Christian things that we should be doing. But when we think about gratitude, we don't particularly think that gratitude is important in the grand scheme of things or that it is a necessary discipline in Christian in our Christian faith. Yet verse 18 says, give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. Why? For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That is so important right there. So important that 
that the writer, the, 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 the apostle Paul that wrote Thessalonians, this letter to the Thessalonians, he says, you know what? This is the end of his letter, the end of his first letter. And he's giving his closing, uh, uh, greetings. He's telling everything that he wants them to know. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And he says, now these are some, these are three things that are important to your life in following God's will. Rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances because this is God's will. We oftentimes are looking around in our lives like, what does God want me to do? What, what am I supposed to do with my life? And we focus on things sometimes that are important to us. Of course, what does God want me to do with my career? What does God want me to do uh, with with my, you know, relationship status? Do I need to stay single? Should I stay looking? Like, what am I doing? Am I with the right person? Am I with the wrong person? We're, we're looking for these kind of things. God, what is my future? What do I do with my finances? What do I do with my money? Where, where do I go to school? What do I choose as my career? What do I do for all of these things? And these are things for sure that are important to us and that we should seek God about, but God offers us something very simple. He says, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all of your circumstances. This is God's will for you. It is God's will for us to maintain an attitude of gratitude. It is God's will for us to be thankful in all circumstances, whether good or bad, whether difficult or easy, whatever it might be, God asks of us to be grateful, to be thankful. Because gratitude is more than just saying thank you. It's the way we see things, the way we perceive things. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. We acknowledge the process. We acknowledge the things that we don't usually see. When we take time and make an effort to, to be grateful, we might see things that we have that we wouldn't otherwise. We might see things that we have that we wouldn't otherwise. Because instead, oftentimes, we, we are obsessed with what we don't have. I don't have enough money. I don't have the newest iPhone. I don't have new clothes. I could use some new clothes. I don't have this. I don't have a significant other. I don't have a, a direction in my, I don't have all of these things. And so we focus on the have nots without realizing that how detrimental it is to our lives and to our outlook on, on our, on the world around us. Having gratitude, it helps us to feel more positive, to, to be closer to people, to be healthier emotionally and physically. In fact, there are two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. Emmons of the University of California, um, and Dr. Michael E. McCullough, 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 I don't know if that's the right, of the University of Miami. They did a study and they asked all the participants to write a few sentences each week, focusing on particular topics. One group wrote on things that we're grateful for and that had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about the daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And a third wrote about events that had affected them, with no emphasis on them being positive or negative. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic, Felt better about their, and felt better about their lives. 
Surprisingly, they also exercised more, had fewer visits to doctors, and and than those who focused on their sources of aggravation. Instead of the so this is an interesting story, and the, the study goes on to say that, of course, you can't prove cause and effect uh, from this. There is no like scientific way of deciding that there is actually something that causes this. But in the study that they did, and in fact, I read that there was another study done similarly to this, and in that study, the same thing happened. The people who focused on gratitude genuinely seemed happier at the end of the study. When they were told to focus on what they were grateful for, by the end, they were happier. By the end, they were more well off and they were doing things that were healthier for them in general in their lives. But the people that focused on what they were angry about, what they complained about, what they didn't have, those people proved to be more unhappy in life. And that you, you can see that. You can see that in a lot of places. You know, if you go to a restaurant that you don't particularly like, you can always find something that's good. But there's always going to be people that are going to find the wrong thing. Something's wrong with this. Something's wrong with that. And they got to call for the manager. They got to make things right. But do they leave that experience happy even if they get what they want? No, they seem to be angry all of the time. But when we focus on what is good in our lives, when we focus on what we are grateful for, we can change our outlook. And in fact, uh, there are four things that gratitude does. Having a grateful outlook on life benefits our health emotionally, physically, and spiritually, and mentally. It improves our mental health. If we are focused on gratitude... Instead of focusing on the negative all of the time, we have a different thing to uh, put our eyes on. As someone who's an overthinker, I tend to think a lot about things. And I don't know about you, but I tend to think about the worst case scenarios sometimes. That is often where our brain will take us. We think about what can happen if we do this activity. We might think about good things at first, but evidently if we overthink and we, we might, we can find anything that is wrong with the situation or anything that might go wrong. And we end up finding ourselves thinking negatively, not only about that, but about everything else around us. And that, excuse me, that is simply a way to hurt our own mental health. If we are constantly focused on negative things, we are never going to see anything good in life. We're never going to see anything good. Because it'll move to every other area of our life. If we focus on everything negative in our own minds, then we're going to see everything negative in everybody else. We will never be able to find good in other people. We will never be able to find good in our circumstances. We will never be able to find good in God. We will never be able to find good anywhere we look. Because that is the lens with which we put our, our, our on our mind. If we are focused on the negative, then we don't see the positive in the world. Gratitude improves physical health, better sleep, and immunity. This is the interesting thing, that it shows that people who are grateful often sleep better. That is a weird thing. Studies have been done that say people who show that they express more gratitude in their lives sleep better. 
So maybe if we're not sleeping, we need to we need to be a little bit more thankful in our lives. I could use some better sleep. Amen. Hallelujah. Gratitude also helps us form stronger relationships. It's you know, it's no secret. Like people like to be appreciated. Don't you like that? When people say, Hey, you know what? I appreciate you. I love you. I'm thankful for you. We love to hear that, don't we? We don't we want people telling us it's like, you know what? I don't think you do anything good for me. What excuse you, rude. <laughs> Take a step back, reevaluate your words and come back to me, because otherwise I'm fighting. <laughs> but we like to be appreciated. We like it when we're doing something and we feel that someone has noticed our work and noticed our efforts. Whether it's in relationships or friendships or work or, or wherever we are at, we like to feel appreciated. Guess what? The person sitting next to you, in front of you, behind you, wherever, they also like to be, feel appreciated. So if you like it, other people like it, So if you then express gratitude and appreciation for people around you, guess what? You are going to form stronger bonds with those people. You are going to form stronger bonds at work with coworkers. You're going to form stronger bonds with people here at church. You're going to form stronger bonds in your family if you are appreciative of the people around you. Think about it. This is a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer it here and now, but think about this question. When was the last time you told someone that was in your family that you were grateful for them? When was the last time that you told one of your friends that are close friends that you were thankful for something that they have done for you or for, for just being them? When was the last time we told people that are important to us, that are even the important ones in our life, that we actually are grateful for them or for having them? I thought about that question as I was preparing my message and I thought, you know what? I'm not sure. Some of those questions I know because I tell my wife I'm thankful for her all the time. But then I thought, have I said that to other people though? And I started thinking, I don't know if I have. And that got me thinking, am I really working on those relationships? Am I, am I working on being great, grateful with people in our, my life? We might not be, but the more we are, the more thankful we are for the, for people, not just for what they do, but for who they are, the stronger our relationships will be. In general, no matter where we are. And the fourth, the fourth thing, it also helps us with resilience, perseverance in our lives. If we are grateful, we are going to be able to endure more in life because we would be the kind of person that says, I can see light at the end of the tunnel. Are you a half, glass half full, half empty? You see a glass that's halfway filled? Do you say it's halfway filled or do you say it's halfway empty? Our view on life, pessimistic or optimistic, can influence how we react to situations around us. If we are always focusing on the negative, if we are never grateful for what we have in our lives and our situations, when difficult circumstances come through, we are going to focus on that and we are going to give up all the easier. Uh, this is just too hard. It's too difficult. I can't do this. Nope. I'm out. 
I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to, wherever, insert wherever you're at, insert your situation at. But that, that's how we will be. But if we are able to be more grateful, we might, we will be able to focus on the fact that there will be something beneficial at the end of our situation. Something that we can gain from our experiences. Something that we can in turn be grateful for. And so we will persevere. These are, these are effects that gratitude has on our lives. But the thing is, is that gratitude has to be chosen. We have to choose to be grateful. It's not just something that comes and, and just happens. Like most things in life, we have to choose. We have to choose. Sure, we have the emotion of, of thankfulness, we have the emotion of gratitude where we feel in, in a moment where we feel grateful for something that someone has given us or something that someone has done for us. But we might not feel that way all of the time. You know, it, it's something that I teach about the idea uh, of love as well. Not the idea of love, but love. Love is a choice. We have to choose to love people. We have to choose to be grateful. It's something that we have to decide to do. The thing is, is that most of the time as we go through life, we are not choosing our reactions. We're not choosing reactions. We are simply reacting. We are not choosing what to do in our situation. We're just simply reacting. Something bad happens to us. What do we do? We lash out. Something good happens to us. What do we do? We express gratitude. Hardly ever does something bad happen to us. And do we express gratitude? Why? Because that requires choice. That requires constant. Uh, what is the word? I, I just lost my word right there. That, that requires a conscious choice. To take a step back and choose gratitude instead of reacting. But we choose to react. Why? Because it's easy. It's easy to be angry if someone has done something. It's easy to be uh, upset. It's easy to feel bad. It's easy to, to feel frustrated. It's easy to react to our situations. Because it's It's natural. It just happens. But it's unnatural for us to take a moment to take a step back. And I hope I'm not going to run into anything here. To take a step back and choose how we, uh, how we perceive the situation. What we do in that situation. We have to choose it though. I used to hear a saying that said, life is 80% what happens to you. and to, uh, Life is 20% what happens to you and 80% how you react to it. Are we simply reacting? Are we choosing what we are doing in those moments? We have to choose. Choosing gratitude in difficult situations shifts our focus to the things that matter most. And what we have instead of what we don't have. If we are choosing gratitude, we are choosing to focus on what's important. Because sometimes we go through situations, sometimes even difficult situations are annoying. And let's be honest, sometimes life isn't always just difficult and hard. Sometimes life is just annoying. Minor inconveniences. That person who won't let you shift into the next lane because, because their car is bigger than yours. That, that teacher that just simply doesn't understand what you're going through in your moment. That boss at work that is more concerned about regulations or rules rather than actually paying attention to what's happening in your life. Sometimes things aren't hard. Sometimes things are hard, yes, but sometimes things are just annoying. 
Sometimes things are, are frustrating. And it's hard to focus on good in those kind of situations, no matter what. But we have to be able to take a step back and f- shift our focus. That's what gratitude does. It shifts our focus. Instead of focusing on the negative or the annoying or the difficult in that moment, it reminds us, hey, I have something. You know, I am going through a difficult circumstance right now, and my life is hard. But you know what? God is still good. You know, I feel lonely, but I do have people that are willing to hear me out and be with me in this moment. You know what? I I don't have a lot of money, but somehow God is still providing. And I still have food to eat, and I still have a, a home that I'm in. I still have things that are around me. I still have people around me. I am not alone in this world. Gratitude shifts our focus and it reminds us of those things that are important in our lives. Because really, if we're focused on what we don't have, we're focused on things that don't even affect us in the moment. Yeah, we don't have a new car or a new house or new this or new that or we don't have a a better job or wherever we're at. Sure, we don't have that. And if we are constantly worrying about that, then we forget what we do have. We lose sight of it. So we have to choose to be grateful. We have to choose to have gratitude in our lives. And next week, we're going to talk about how we can cultivate gratitude in our lives how we can build it up better what do we do but first we have to make a conscious effort to choose to be grateful not just in november when thanksgiving is not just on your birthday or someone else's birthday not just when someone gives you a gift because that's simply reacting to those situations but to wake up every day and say i'm going to be grateful for what i have I'm going to be grateful for who I am. I'm going to be grateful for how far I've come. I may not be where I want to be, but I've come a long way. I may not have what I want in the future, but I have right now. I may not be in the, the job or the dream or this, but I have come so far, done so much. God is so still good. Even though life is difficult and annoying and people are hard to love and people are hard to be around. But God is still good. Would you stand with me this afternoon? As we close this afternoon, this I want to challenge you. Because the point uh, of me preaching to you online or here in person, the point of me preaching to you is not for just you to feel good and say, that was great, amen, preacher. Although I didn't get a lot of amen. No, I'm just kidding. Although that's not the point. The point is for you to take what you're hearing today and put it into practice. That's how we live out our lives, to live out our faith. So my challenge to you as we go into this week, as we go into this month, And moving forward is to choose gratitude. When you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, how can I be grateful today? What am I grateful for today? Where, if you start that way, it's a little easier to stay that way. And we'll talk about that more next week. But 
my challenge to you is choose gratitude. Life is difficult. Circumstances are difficult. The world we live in right now is pretty chaotic. And I'm not saying to ignore the problems because there are real problems in our world. There are real things that we need to fight injustice. We need to fight to love people. We need to fight for good things in this world. I'm not saying ignore the problems. I'm saying remember what what you have first. Be grateful for where you're at. Be grateful for who God is. Because if you go into life with a more positive attitude, with a more grateful attitude, you will be able to walk easier. Not easier. Not necessarily easier, but you will be able to see what's important. See and be grateful for when you get to the other side that you've made that. You've reached it. You've gotten there. Otherwise, we will never be satisfied. We'll always be looking for more upset about something. But if we choose gratitude, we can change our outlook on life. We can change our outlook on everything. So as we pray this morning, let's thank God. Let's thank God for how far we've come, for where we are at in this moment. And during this season that we don't lose sight of that. Father God, in this moment, we thank you. We thank you for this place we're in. We thank you for those that are watching online. We thank you for your word. More than just saying thank you, though, God, we ask that you work in our hearts so that we can have this outlook of gratitude on life. That we won't be focused on what we don't have. What's not in front of us or how things aren't yet. But to remember how good you are. And what good you've done already for us. And how far we've come. Help us to change our outlook. Help us to see what is important. To recognize that there is so much that we have been given. So we do not let the negativity that is around us consume our hearts and consume our minds. So right now, Lord, as we come to to you in this moment of worship, let our hearts dwell on what we are grateful for thankful to you for it. In Jesus' name. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.